Welcome to the Wall Street Journal for Friday, January 19, 2018, from Audible. Today, you'll hear these five stories. As shutdown nears, Trump says the wall is the wall. Which colleges will have to pay taxes on their endowment? Your guess might not be right. Venezuela's oil production is collapsing. China's robust economic growth to face pressure in 2018. And Apple to pay $38 billion in taxes on cash overseas, build new U.S. campus. From the politics section of the Wall Street Journal. As shutdown nears, Trump says, The wall is the wall. By Christina Peterson and Natalie Andrews. President Donald Trump on Thursday insisted that the wall is the wall, and his conception of it had never changed. The morning after Hispanic lawmakers said his chief of staff told them that the president's promise to build a wall along the Mexican border was not fully informed. The wall is the wall. It has never changed or evolved from the first day I conceived of it. The president said in a tweet Thursday, Parts will be of necessity see-through, and it was never intended to be built in areas where there is natural protection, such as mountains, wastelands, or tough rivers or water. The day before, White House Chief of Staff John Kelly told members of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus that the president made promises during the campaign about the wall that were not fully informed. Representative Luis Gutierrez, Democrat from Illinois, who attended the meeting, said Wednesday night, Mr. Kelly's comment was in response to a question from lawmakers who had asked him to define what Mr. Trump means when he talks about a wall. Mr. Kelly made clear that Mr. Trump wasn't seeking a 50-foot-high wall from sea to shining sea, running 2,000 miles along the length of the border with Mexico, at least not now, Mr. Gutierrez said. It was very clear from the meeting that he has educated the president, the Illinois Democrat said. The theme was, he's evolved over time quite a bit, said Representative Nanette Barragan, Democrat from California, who was also in the meeting. The discussion highlighted the deep divides between Democratic lawmakers and Mr. Trump as they struggled to reach an agreement on immigration, a topic that has thwarted Congress for years. One of the central themes of Mr. Trump's campaign, immigration could now lead to the first government shutdown of his presidency. Mr. Trump also reiterated Thursday his campaign promise that Mexico would pay for the cost of the wall, which he pegged at $20 billion. His administration had initially requested from Congress $1.6 billion in federal taxpayer funds for fiscal year 2018 for the border wall, but has increased that in recent negotiations. The administration has asked in recent negotiations for more than one year of funding. The wall will be paid for, directly or indirectly, or through longer-term reimbursement, by Mexico, which has a ridiculous $71 billion trade surplus with the U.S., Mr. Trump said in a separate tweet Thursday morning. Lawmakers in the meeting with Mr. Kelly Wednesday said he had told them Mr. Trump wouldn't agree to an immigration deal that didn't include funding for the border wall. Democrats and some Republicans have been pushing for an agreement to provide legal protections for DREAMers, young undocumented immigrants brought to the U.S. by their parents. Mr. Trump ended the Obama-era program shielding the DREAMers from deportation in September, giving Congress until March 5th to negotiate a replacement to the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program, or DACA. Democrats have been trying to use their leverage on a spending bill that will be needed to avoid a government shutdown to reach an immigration agreement. The government's current funding expires at 12.01 a.m. Saturday. Mr. Kelly very specifically said 700 miles would be a solution, said Ms. Bargon, pointing to her personal notes that said 700 miles. As a member of the House Committee on Homeland Security, she said she was unsure where the number had come from. 
Earlier this month, the Homeland Security Department sent a document to Capitol Hill outlining its desire for $18 billion over 10 years to build just over 700 miles of new and replacement fencing, walls, or other barriers. Mark Short, White House Director of Legislative Affairs, described the meeting as cordial and said it enabled both sides to suggest ideas without some of the rhetoric of the last few days. The White House didn't immediately respond to a request for further comment on the Wednesday meeting. The House is expected to vote late Thursday on a one-month spending bill that would keep the government funded through February 16th. A group of conservatives has balked at the stopgap bill, with varying demands, including a boost in defense spending and a vote on a conservative immigration bill written by four House Republicans. But the bigger hurdle is likely to be in the Senate, where opposition is mounting to the short-term spending bill if no immigration deal is struck. Spending bills need 60 votes to pass the Senate, where Republicans hold 51 seats. At least two GOP senators have said they would oppose the short-term spending bill, so Republican leaders will need at least 11 Democratic votes. Senator Mike Rounds, Republican from South Dakota, said Thursday morning he would oppose a short-term spending bill, holding out for a longer-term agreement with more money and certainty for the military. Appearing with Senator Angus King, independent from Maine, who also said he planned to vote no on a stopgap spending bill, Mr. Rounds said he wanted to see a vote on a bipartisan bill released Wednesday from Senators Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, and Dick Durbin, Democrat from Illinois, saying it seemed like the best path to a bipartisan immigration deal. We both want to see a good immigration policy put together. The proposal that Lindsey's been working on with Dick Durbin may not be perfect, but it's a step in the right direction, Mr. Rounds said. From the U.S. section of the Wall Street Journal. Which colleges will have to pay taxes on their endowments? Your guess might not be right. By Richard Rubin and Andrea Fuller.